Welcome to Coffee and Converse. I'm Diane and this is a show for lifestyle entrepreneurs, those people building a business to support their life instead of living to build a business. If this is you, stick around for strategies on doing business more efficiently with more ease and in a way that feels oh so good to you. Hey, hey, today's guest, Haley Jensen, is a digital asset pro who seems to create a new masterclass, ebook, or how to download every other week. As we're starting to think about what we might want to do in our business in 2022, you might want to listen up for a simple and profitable idea or two. Hey, Haley, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Green. Nice to be here. So let's start off with a bit about your business journey. Yes, I would say it started off in high school, actually. I was in information technology. So I was a techie <laughs> thinking back then I was, I finished my computer class, like my web design class uh, a month early. And so I was very passionate about building things and, and content creation and a website specifically initiated it. And after being a teacher's assistant for that class and him pushing me to look at careers in digital marketing or web design, video game design, I wasn't sure which route to take. I decided to just take a year at my community college and I had a certificate in digital communications. I was at the point where I was working for a nonprofit and I needed to learn how to do the social media for it, specifically for nonprofits, not other, you know, regular businesses. And the lady who was leading us in that, she she had such a spark and such an energy and passion about what she was doing. I was so intrigued and said, I would love to do this for work. And like at the time I was just volunteering. And she said, Oh, I'd love to hire you. And so I started working with her like side by side. I was her virtual assistant, but very quickly turned me from a virtual assistant who has this. Uh, certificate in digital communications into a digital marketer because she was very passionate about that. And I could watch over her shoulder and they worked with her agency. So that's how I really got started. And then I switched to working on my own business and then COVID hit where I was really starting to see, okay, this is actually really what I need to do. And more people need me now than ever. So I've been doing this since 2019 on my own, but have been working with an agency since 20. 15. You're definitely one of the people that I see turn content around, but I do feel like it's just a constant new thing from you. Not a lot of repurposing. How do you maintain that? Why you can create this much content and the rest of us are staring at like a blank page on, on our screen? Yeah, a mentor told me uh, a few months ago, Haley, you don't have to sit down to create content you have to stand up and create content and I was like yes that very much aligned with me you have to be kind of Gary V style documenting things and creating while you're like doing your life and that will take so much effort off of it and when I talk to people it's the same they're like this is what I don't enjoy creating content because I have to sit and nobody likes to experience writer's block nobody likes their creative load and so that would be my biggest thing is start to get up and document your life because people want to see behind the scenes and your stories and that speed content. It's all about providing value and solving problems. So 
that's all I try to do. Is that if someone comes to me with a new problem, like I've solved it <laughs> in the past at the agency, or I've solved it in the DMs for them, and then I create content from that. So whether it's a coaching call or a DM conversation, I try to pull that. So I technically am repurposing from conversations that I have, but people don't see the behind the scenes. Where does the digital asset come in? So you have the DM conversation, you're creating right. content, or you're behind the scenes and you're creating content. Are you looking for what strikes a nerve or what people respond to and then creating the digital asset that fills that gap? Yeah, yeah. I think that that's exactly what I'm doing. So I, I used to do it only for my clients. I used to make digital assets for them, like ebooks, online courses, websites, all the time in the agency or in my own business. And I was kind of feeling, oh, I need to do this for my own business. And that's where you probably are seeing me creating a lot because I have a lot of experience. So I increase a lot of digital assets from that experience, but also trying to teach other people to do it at the same time. So that 30 day ebook challenge, I was like, I'm creating an ebook because I want other people to create digital assets. And why not create a challenge from it? If I'm doing it, then my audience can do it as well. Like you said, it's documenting what you're doing. How do you not burn your audience out though because it's like masterclass ebook pdf masterclass another masterclass like and it's and you've shared stats right you get hundreds of people going like yes i want the ebook or yes i want the google doc how are they not being burnt out well i guess it depends which audience you're talking about but the yes train that you're specifically referencing when people are yes 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 i want it that's actually going into other people's audiences. That's not my own audience. And so that's me finding a really lively audience somewhere else. So how much email marketing happens in your business? Because obviously I see a lot of the social media side of things. How much I get that you're creating the email list as the asset. But from a content perspective, are they getting different content? Or is your email list more just a central hub to tell them what's going on? And hey, here's the Facebook group or my Instagram for the various things. So I'm mostly right now at the phase in my business where I'm learning is growing the attraction part and the nurturing parts, the second theory for me. I just, I've been working and growing other people's audiences for so long. I'm like, I need to take this time to do it for my own. And that's been a big transition for me is like, I need my own thing. And so the attraction piece has been what I'm working on. And I've nailed it with that yes train, seeing all those people, they really want content creation. And so it's finding that problem because I did lots of market research and everybody was like, I struggle with content creation. You are practicing what you preach in that, hey, you need to grow an audience. In order to grow an audience, you need to create content and not just content. You need to create good content. So if somebody was asking for a friend, feeling a bit meh about content at the moment, what would you tell them to do first? To get up and go move will free your mind so that you can actually come back and whatever you find most fun, whether that's making reels and really doesn't matter what you choose to do as long as you're enjoying doing it because as soon as you put stress on it you're never going to do it and it really there's no special tactic everyone's talking about reels make reels but that's that's too easy to say and people won't do it or people will do it and they won't have fun doing it and they'll just stop doing it so 
that really it's learning how ways to not burn yourself out. And that is by pouring into one bucket and growing that social media platform before moving on to something else and adding additional things to your business. So the key to becoming more prolific at content is to actually enjoy content. But I see the challenge here. (laughs) Don't want to. They've been burned by either coaches or programs or copywriting. It's that simple of enjoying it because you'll find what people are liking, comments and saving, and you'll create more content like that that's more fun and more playful and more trending sounds or whatever you want to do with it. But at the end of the day, you're not going to make content unless you enjoy doing it. I think it's the messaging that it's, you have to be consistent and people read consistent as you need to be everywhere every single day. So that's a lot of pressure. And then a lot of people are seeing content created by really big names who have really big teams who create their content, right? And then wondering like why they feel caught up in it. And I think if I did that every single time I did a post, I would be repurposing and tweaking things that really don't matter at the end of the day. It's really the big concepts, the fact that everyone wants instant gratification. And if you're not solving their problem in 30 seconds or less, they don't care. It's the truth. So quick and quick and fun, which I guess also should take some of the, the pressure off, right? So from a content perspective, so we're going to have fun. We're going to make it quick and easy and behind the scenes. And we're going to stand up. And now we've got people's attention. So what is the easiest digital asset in your opinion? We need to pull the content out of us. It's inside of us already. We just need to learn how to pull it out. And so practicing that, I would open up your phone, open up a voice memos app, like a voice recorder or Zoom, and record yourself teaching or talking or uh, communicating and solving a problem for 30 to 60 minutes. And right there, download that recording and upload it to the website called otter.ai. Instantly, you've got content for a PDF or an ebook or your next two social media posts because all we need to do is provide value and solve problems. And it could be more general so you can reach more people, but also it could be more specific and niche. Now, more than ever, people are going and trying to find very niche people to follow. I think about someone I'm connected to. She could have been a floralist or a, someone who plays with flowers, but she specifically is, I do pressed flowers for wedding bouquets. Like if you had a wedding, I will press the flowers so you can keep it forever. And it's so niche, but trying to apply that to whatever your niche is because she gained 20,000 followers in a few weeks because she just got really, really niche but made hundreds of reels with this specific niche. I always like to be able to think things through in a strategy. Like that's very like my brain. And so I like that idea of just having some fun, seeing what sticks and then turning it into a digital asset. This has been very helpful. I feel a little more enthusiastic about content, but I think that's just like your sheer like passion for content, like screaming into my ears. So to finish up, I always ask a couple of questions to all my guests. First up, what is the number one lifestyle boundary that you have for your business? Ooh, that's an interesting question. I've switched where I have my retainer clients or client work that I do. And I've switched where in the morning, like the first half of the day is focusing on working in my business. And the second half of the day is working inside of my client's business because 
I was doing way too much where I was letting them reach out to me whatever they want. And I was like, I'm going to only communicate with you this half of the day. Otherwise, I can't work on my business or it feels like I'm working overtime when it could just be a few hours. And I guess it's also making sure that that time when you have your most creative energy, you can be in the content vibe versus coming to that at the end of the day when you maybe, I mean, I don't know that you ever like dial it down, but like slightly less Haley mode. I love how you put that. Awesome. Finally, what is the worst piece of cookie cutter advice you've been given as an entrepreneur? I'm tired of people saying provide value, but not teaching what that really means. Because it goes in one ear out the other. When people say provide value, it literally could mean anything because value is different for every single person. And so that's where I start saying provide value and I start to say solve problems. If you're, if you have an ideal customer or client and you know what the problems they're dealing with, fill the gap for them and literally just solve those problems, provide pure gold for people, like those golden nuggets. What's going to make them, ooh, <laughs> I need that and save it for later. Awesome. On that note, where can people see all of this content that you and I have been talking about? Of course. My Instagram is where I love to be, but... I am currently growing my Facebook group. So people are hopping in and taking advantage of all the free resources that I'm currently making in there. I have my content creation roadmap, my free master classes, and it's just a party in there. So if you want to find me, it's at Haley Jensen to find me anywhere on, on social media. And I will link your Instagram and the Facebook group for everyone. I can't wait for people to go and experience your content, jump into your DMs and chat further with you. Thank you so much for being on. And thank you so much for having me. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to follow the podcast and leave us a review.